0: Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I tried um, to do that <laughs> with Len- Lenny once, by the way. Wait, is that weird? That's pretty weird. I mean, I gave my weirdest uh, confession you, about
1: Yeah, like, you what? come on
2: this podcast and like say weird things, program. so it doesn't matter. That, that continues
1: yeah. to haunt me to this day, by the way. Thank it's- you, guys.
2: Hello, Avengers.
3: Welcome <laughs> to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I am not Katie Nolan. I'm Ashley. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question.
4: Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. Uh, Lucas from Hartford. Um, 860 gang, where you at? Boop, boop. You guys don't <laughs> um, my question is, if you had to be stuck on an island with one player from any of your favorite sports teams for the rest of your life, who would it be and why? What would they bring to you being stuck? Do they have, you think they'd be good hunters? Do you think they'd be good builders? Or do you think they'd make you laugh? Uh, anyways, yeah, so that's it, uh.
3: And I hate the Red Sox, Katie, but I still love you and I still mean it.
4: All of you have a great rest of your day.
3: Bye. Well, thank you for your question, Lucas. We love you and we mean it too. I know Katie does as well. She told me a long time ago. Yeah, especially despite the Red
2: Sox take. She said that. Yeah. She said,
3: even though you don't like the Red Sox, I still love you, Lucas from Hartford. Um, Also, I have an 860 number because I lived in Connecticut for 10 years. So I have an 860 on my work phone. Um, Obviously, you guys probably noticed that Katie is not here right now. Um, She is under the weather, not with COVID, but she couldn't do the pod today. So Jay and I are going to do our best to get through it. We can get into that a little bit more in official pod or show business. But first, let's answer this question. Jay, who from your favorite sports scene would you want to be stranded on a desert island with?
2: I mean, there's an obvious answer to this and then there's a somewhat less obvious answer to this. So I'm going to give both. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, obviously number one draft pick Lamar Jackson, um, mm-hmm. the, the greatest quarter living quarterback of all time. Um, the greatest living and, quarterback of all time. Uh What and the question yeah, um Lucas's question was what do I think he would bring? Well the thing about Lamar is that he offers both a pass and a run game that a lot of quarterbacks don't have. Right. So in terms of setting up shelter, in terms of like He's got a coconut. We need to get it across the island. I'm all the way across. He's got the arm for that. Like, there's just, there's really imminent options. Or just
3: run it to you around the island. He
2: could really do either. It just depends on which defensive scheme is set up. So uh, that's really, um, that's an obvious first choice. I think a good second pick for me would be Ben Mendy from Manchester City. Mm. uh he is uh, Ash- ashley as you know very well he's, yeah uh, left back he plays left back for yeah everybody knows and, that and uh everybody he's knows. just a really fun guy um probably most famous for uh being um like sending tiktoks and snapchats during the world cup uh with france and just sort of became really big and a lot of people started following his instagrams and stuff like that so so, so
5: what does that really help you time. on the desert
2: Oh, um island it would help me because he'd just be like a lot of fun to be around. And I also okay. feel like it would be a great time for content on the desert island. Like we would need to make our own content because we wouldn't have any other content. So like a great content creator and a- partnered with me, another great content creator, I feel like the <laughs> really the limit is endless. Perfect. So that's okay. where I'm at.
3: What right. about you? I think, I mean... You may think, wow, Ashley, super easy question for you. An Eagles fan, you've got a quarterback who's, like, from North Dakota, is, like, really into the outdoors, can, like, hunt and all of those things. But sure. my my concern with picking Carson Wentz as the guy I go to a desert island with is I feel like he would be super... So- into that outdoorsy stuff that it would grate on my nerves like I'd be like I get it man your duck blind is great like I'm so <laughs> proud of how nice you constructed it but like can we talk about anything else you know right, what I mean right, right, right. like I feel like you'd have a lot of notes on like how I'm constructing my shelters and I kind of mm. want someone you'd, who's gonna bring a little more fun to the, you're island not the
2: notes me. person I'm sorry that's just clarifying
3: Yeah, I mean, I love giving them, but receiving them is not as much Mm, fun. mm, So I was thinking that I would bring uh, Jason Kelsey, who we know is a very good time, who wildly entertaining. Plus, I feel like there's a picture of him ice fishing without a shirt on at some point in his life. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if I decided- The you one know that's
2: the background on your phone? Is that the one you're talking about? Um,
3: no, 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 no. It's the it's my family computer. That's okay, got. got it. Uh, I feel like if I wanted to put some time into figuring out how to like take those coconuts and find a way to turn them into alcohol, he'd be like really in on that pursuit with me. Right. Um, and so I'm going to pick Jason Kelsey.
2: I met Jason Kelsey at the Pro Bowl. And um, I got to say, gr- guy looks great in a bucket hat. He I looks he's great like in pretty much perfect, Perfectly built for a desert island. Like yeah. so long as he's got the bucket head, he's ready to go.
3: I think, I think we'd have a blast and we, you know, get, gets us, get stuff done.
2: Great. I love great that.
3: question, Lucas. Um, don't forget if you guys have a question and you want to call in and ask us, you can always
2: leave up a voicemail. Great
3: job, Jay. At 860-506-5571. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are existing. Um, um, you are yeah. still in Nantucket,
2: tucking it, tucking tucketing it, but I'm heading home this weekend.
3: You have been saying that uh, for several weeks. Are you? Actually I have, heading but this home? time it's
2: real. Okay. And um, then I will be in Brooklyn. And you know, that's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to getting to the bottom of all these fireworks conspiracies. Have you read about these?
3: Um, I
2: have not. Oh, I think they're, like, a little too Reddit for this podcast, which is an insane thing to say, but there's, like, a lot of fireworks going on a lot, and a lot of people have um, been saying that it isn't necessarily just people getting too excited about fireworks, so, you know, I'm going to put on my investigation hat. So what is it? Um, there was one conspiracy conspiracy theory that I read that suggested that it's police who are setting it off, and... I don't think that's right. I mean, I don't to know. I don't end? people are so confusing. People are confusing. The situation is confusing, but I've heard there's a lot of fireworks. So mostly I'm looking forward to returning to New York to have really restful sleep. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and Well, you can uh, sleep in
3: because you won't be living with a baby anymore. So that's true.
2: That. That's yes, I will have to because I will be up for the fireworks. Um <laughs> and <laughs> the- then uh you know, I'm looking forward to getting back to my apartment. Um I haven't been in my apartment in a real long time. Since
3: so you went for what? A couple days in March and that
2: was it. I was home in March and then I was home like for three days in May at that DJ man. show. And then I got oh, out yeah. of so, Does that mean we're going to get another one? I think we're going to get one more. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm working on the details right now, but I will uh, keep you the most posted and we will do one more. Most, I think sometime in soon. July. Great. Um, but Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm okay. I uh, we officially bought a house. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. So we're in. Um, I was. I kept worrying that like something was going to go wrong and it was going to fall through. But like the papers are signed. We have the keys. It is ours. So we've just been doing a lot of like trying to clean and pack, um, which is hard with the child, um, and get ready because we move on Friday. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. I, oh my
2: God. It's so soon.
3: Yeah. It's really soon. It's really soon. You had I, texted, am, I
2: remember you texted Katie and me a photo of the keys. It was like three days ago and now it's like, you're moving. Yeah, We closed
3: <laughs> on Friday and we have, we have like a week to get ready wow. to go. So I'm going to take some time off work and just try to
2: power through all of
3: that. But we're great. really, really pumped. Austin's so excited. Like we went, um, the other day we went down to just kind of bring some stuff and clean and you know, whatever. And like, he rode his little scooter around the neighborhood and I was like, Oh my God. In a cul-de-sac. And I was like, God, oh this God. Is so nice.
2: that's amazing.
3: Yeah. So that felt really good. Um, I'm, I can't wait. Like we played soccer in the backyard. It was just like, yay. I'm very, Great. very pumped about all
2: that's of gonna that. That's going to be amazing. Um, I, I have a question. Do you, will you let Austin score a goal on you or it's just like, this is not, that's not your thing.
3: Um, that's a good question. I do like to dribble circles around him and like nutmeg mm-hmm. him and, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise make him feel um, inadequate. inadequate with his soccer mm-hmm. skills in comparison to me. But I feel like eventually I'll probably let him score.
2: Like when he wow. starts to cry, you know? Right. Right. But, you know, also you want to raise a competitor. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to just,
5: yeah. Like, the first time he like- scores
2: on you, like for real, it's going to be a special moment. Mm. I mean, you're probably going to be pissed, but <laughs> it's going to be pretty cool
3: yeah we we just bought uh we bought like a soccer net not like a huge one but like a big enough one that
2: i invented a that's awesome i invented a game um the other day with poppy the baby uh where (laughs) i'm holding her and then the dog is on the floor and she has like a ball it's not an actual soccer ball but it's like you know it's about the size of a soccer ball and so Mm -hmm. while holding her i try to keep the ball away from the dog dog? that's hard it is so hard it is like the best ab workout i've ever done in my life but she like loves it and starts clapping and so we've been (laughs) that's so
3: great dogs are really good defenders basketball too
2: yeah so i can usually like you know cross them up but it's 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 good (laughs) going good
3: so official (sighs) pod and or show business we don't have katie today so jay and i were trying to figure out the best way Um, to still give you guys a good podcast with, you know, famous, funny people. And we decided we're just going to go through our contacts and reach out to other people from ESPN (laughs) and see who we can get to join, to give, you know, air quotes, expert opinions on some of the stuff going on in sports. So that's what we've got today on the podcast. Plus we'll still do, um, French news of the week and a challenge update, but first, Today's broadcast is brought to you by State Farm, and everybody knows that with real guidance and the right coaching, teams can go from good to great, just like real help from your State Farm agent can make all the difference in protecting what matters most. Mm. Like, who to you, Jay, is a great coach that can help a team go from good to great?
2: Oh, well, I think people know me, for me, famously, Coach K, who, if you don't know Coach K, he's the Duke guy.
3: Right, and so, Um, sorry, what's Coach K's actual name?
2: uh <laughs> and uh you know he's been a great coach to Duke and it's like they're getting new guys in every single year and he's coaching well, it them is a college and, so. and <laughs> he's coaching works. them and they're always good and now don't uh-huh. mistake me I'm not a big Duke guy but yeah. coach mm-hmm. K is a Duke guy right and he leads that team to some victories
3: I think I like to look back historically, and I don't really think anybody's ever done it better than Phil Jackson. He took two different teams to multiple NBA championships. You know, people forget. Nobody forgets. He's famously like the best coach of all time. So we think that you guys should talk to a State Farm agent today about combining your home and auto insurance, which I am doing just, you know, because I own a home now, and get a teammate and coach who can help guide you through whatever life throws your way. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is where, Jay?
2: There. There, they're there. They're there, there.
3: Okay, let's get into some of the news. All right, so we have to talk about baseball, which is super confusing. Um, and I kind of wish we had an expert. So I'm going to try texting Mina Kimes, the busiest person at ESPN.
2: Yeah, she's definitely she might not be free. doing 17 other things right
3: now. <laughs> um, okay. She said, "Ashley, you hit me in the one-hour block in which I happen to be free today. Woo! All right, all right. I'm going to send her Do a it. Zoom link and join us to explain
2: baseball. Please Set. Here comes. Hello. <laughs> I feel
1: like you need Hello. a okay. Uh <laughs> It's not just me. Lenny's sitting on my lap. Uh, hey, Len. We're here mean yeah. to me
3: i love you but could we like pan down to just see lenny's face or uh
1: yeah <laughs> is this a video Buck?
3: i i no, just uh, for no us, it's, just for us. it's just for us we don't it's an
2: audio media he doesn't
3: have makeup on he doesn't want <laughs> oh my he's god ready for, hi lenny oh my god what a handsome boy Hey,
2: bud
1: i'm also What's, wearing a hat with his face on it if uh if i wasn't already helps. a stereotype Undy. of a millennial yeah do you have somewhere <laughs> you can promo that merch where can people buy a lenny hat so ugh a hot a hot topic it's very controversial they're you can not a hot topic
2: hot topic wish, is where they can <laughs>
1: yeah get, get your eyeliner with the hat no um <laughs> it, it's a limited edition hat we had them at my live show and uh i usually i give them to guests although famously i've withheld it from dominique foxworth who's a repeat guest um, <laughs> and it's kind of a running bit we have but no you can buy meekaime show gear on levitardf.com i might have gotten that wrong but the hats are not for sale it's a oh wow! Very wow. special, a collector's special, item. special, yeah.
3: All right. Well, speaking of handsome boys, I know we we actually have to talk about baseball stuff. But I did see a tweet that apparently you are as handsome
1: as Chase Elliott, or you are Chase Elliott. It's hard to it's hard to figure mm. out which it is. Thank you. First of all, um, <laughs> You're welcome. So I did the gender app face swap thing, which Katie and I and Pablo did a video looking at the quarterbacks as women, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, smoking which also <laughs> raises all kinds of questions like are we allowed to objectify it's not a real person it's a yeah. woman but mm-hmm. also you know because of the patriarchy can we objectify men anyways you know this whole and i did it to myself and i posted it on twitter or no sorry, me someone else did it to me post on twitter and i was like i look great i look like kyle chandler crossed with keanu but then many now na- NASCAR fan, I know, right? Many NASCAR <laughs> fans wrote in my mentions, you look like this driver, Chase Elliott. So I'm not a, like a lot of America at this moment, I'm learning about NASCAR mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of weeks and days. So I Googled them and they were right. And I was flattered. <laughs> and I am now a Chase Elliott stan. Then I did the flip and made Chase Elliott look like a woman. And mm-hmm. he looks like me. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's wow. I have,
3: I'm too scared to do it because I'm worried that my identity is going to be stolen.
1: That percent. But I, but I feel weird. like... Mine has been stolen already. I'm sure. I'm worried that
2: I'm just <laughs> going to be really ugly and I'm going to feel sad for like a week. I'm going to um, be like... Well, oh. Okay, do you want to be...
1: like Okay, What this is a great discussion. Do you <laughs> want to be a hot woman? You know what I mean? What's Absolutely.
2: The... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: I, I did feel good.
2: Yeah, I think it would feel great. But also I feel like that app is a little like it just it feels like it's flattering some folks not you obviously <laughs> you are you are quite it, like no, you know, no, no. you I and know chase are wonderfully good looking no, people but
1: i know what you're talking about because it's like when people did those bitmojis and people would make their bitmoji like too hot and you'd be like, right. like is that you
2: <laughs> you gotta have somebody else make your bitmoji that's the secret you're not allowed mm. to make your own
1: <laughs> That's potentially like a relationship ender. like oh, imagine yeah. well, your partner made a bitmoji and you look terrible. Wow. Katie helped like me make my bitmoji
3: right. and she's like, she like put my eyebrows on and I was like, those aren't my eyebrows arch so much more than that. She's like, no, they don't. I'm like, but they, <laughs>
1: yeah. What yeah. They do? Like, back. it was
3: just very yeah, was like back. the way that you see yourself. And I like looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, I guess she's right. Like you picture yourself in your head differently
1: than you actually. Your bitmoji were. is pretty
2: accurate. I'd have
1: to oh say that. Oh my actually. God. Thanks. Well, I, I had a lot was... of help. That expert okay. help. Huh. I'd like to see it. So we did this um, face-up thing on another episode of HQ. We are really milking it. And <laughs> we threw up uh, Dan Levitard, and he didn't recognize himself as a woman. What? Like, he didn't. Re- uh. He was like, who's that? We were like, what? And then I said on the show, oh, wow, it's that age-old question. Would you... Sleep with yourself and the opposite gender. And every person is- on the show said that's not an age old question.
3: <laughs> that was exactly <laughs> my reaction. What conversations have you been having? What? So what do you think? Would you do me if I was a guy? I guess, <laughs> it's like I do a, myself? are myself a
1: horrible narcissist? Is the subtext mm-hmm. of that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
3: don't know. Uh, for you, if I looked like Chase Elliott, I mean, I don't objectify athletes. We don't objectify athletes on this podcast, so Never it's hard to say so. one way or Never. the other if he's, you know, like handsome. But if you think right. so, then, you know,
1: that's okay. But then what if female Chase Elliott and male Mina Kimes had a child? What would wow. it look like?
3: Wow. I, ch- I don't know. Maybe just post a baby picture and then we'll, get,
2: we'll see. You could do right? the, don't they have the, the app that d- then shows you what your baby will oh, look right.
1: like? Jeez yeah another relationship I mean,
2: maybe ending. we're adding <laughs> a weird talking. wrinkle into this yeah I maybe mean, it's not great
1: for that either <laughs> i try um, to do that with lenny once by the way <laughs> wait is that weird that's pretty weird i mean i gave my weirdest uh, confession you, about, yeah like, you come like, on this
2: podcast and say weird program. things so it that, has, that yeah. continues
1: to haunt me to this day by the way, i think <laughs> guys. i
3: think i feel like we actually just brought it up was it last week on the pod that it we was two weeks ago it? yeah because we were katie has a dog you. now and so you are like now that you own a dog is it Still weird or less weird knowing that Mina chews up food and then lets Lenny eat it out of
1: her mouth. It's not really what I said, but yeah, I I mean roll the tape, uh but I'm not gonna Well
3: We'll Well, we can get the receipts if we have to. All right. I know you're busy, obviously the busiest (laughs) person in, in the biz. Can you explain baseball to us? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes cool. so there's three bases okay. nine innings um
2: <laughs> they're not they're not going to cut some of those bases and in innings to make it faster
1: uh, pff, great idea i know right um regular so it's here. happening it is it's happening even
3: though nobody agreed on how to make it happen uh, and so they're forcing yeah it to uh well yes
1: yes exactly um so allow me to put on my woman fred hat and try to yes. convey to you everything Thing that's happened. Um, basically, they're reverting to the agreement they made back in March. Which, and when I say okay. they, I mean the league and the players, which is the league can set a season, say you're gonna play anywhere from, you know, 50 games to 80 games, whatever. In this case, 60. And we will pa- play. The players agreed for pro-rated pay. Now that issue, pro whether to pro-rate the pay fully, which means pay them, you know, a percentage of what they would have made, that's been the contentious subject over the last few weeks with the mm-hmm. league trying to back off that the player is saying you already agreed to it. They are reverting back basically to that original agreement. 60 games, full prorated pl- play. play. Cool. Thanks guys for, <laughs> for giving us that. Uh prorated pay. It's like my wealth wealth book. Um and <laughs> that and so they're gonna show up and they're gonna look angry probably. And you right. know, it's it's a real bummer that they couldn't agree to something cool like expanded playoffs and, you know, fun rule changes and DH, but basically um, they just realized they could not negotiate any further. Wow. And yeah. so they're
2: going to be traveling. They're tra- I saw that they were splitting the divisions into three different divisions so that they wouldn't have to travel as much, but then they're going to have to travel anyway.
1: This is the best part. They spent so much time quibbling over <laughs> <laughs> whether or not it should be 60 games or 65 games. Um that they really now are only getting to the whole pandemic part of it, right? So not not love the that. greatest. Uh, yeah, love it. So yeah, that's what's going to be hammered out next. They did the players or the league rather did put out a manual uh, that I believe gave us a lot of content on account of the spit ban. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, but it, it's <laughs> very detailed. Keep that. We'll keep <laughs> that for later too. Thousand um, percent. But yeah, it's very detailed. There's a lot of details. The logistics all have to be worked out. And then there's, of course, the issue of, and this transcends every sport, uh, all the athletes are showing up, and a lot of them are testing positive, and they're trying to figure out what that means, too.
3: Great. interesting. Yeah.
1: I read that um,
3: there, were, there was speculation that this could lead to a lockout in the next, like, two years. Yeah. Do you think that's, that's
1: probable? Um, it's plausible, Mm. And it, it the lockout, the fact that their collective bargaining agreement is up next year, you know, it is a large part of why the players were so insistent on holding their ground this time around, right? right? Mm-hmm. And um, and, and presenting a united labor front, which they did, honestly. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of questions over, I mean, there's, there was already so much bad blood going into this, all the kind of games that the owners were playing with arbitration and manipulating service time and all that stuff. And now it's like, even worse, mm. bad, it's even more toxic. And so the fact that that level of toxicity is carrying over into an a labor negotiation is not, not great. Mm. How are you? they going to
2: be able to play baseball if they're not allowed to fist bump? Like, what? That's a
1: great question. That's a great question. What's the question. point, I
2: guess? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, or
1: like any sport, I guess. Right, mm. I know. right, right. They're doing. Yeah. Have you guys done the elbow bump with anyone? I just. I,
2: I, I have elbow bumps. Yeah.
1: It actually feels okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm okay I, Do you think that that's what we're going to do instead of shaking hands? Um, like, we're just always going to elbow bump?
1: I'm actually okay. Okay, so. In the spirit of me saying things I regret on this particular podcast, yes, great. there's nothing I dread more than like an elaborate handshake or a, sure. a dap, perhaps. Really, because I'm the world's worst dapper. I okay,
2: dapper,
1: yeah, like I, it's just never gone right for me. Um, <laughs> it, it, that's not true. The thing I dread the most is the cheek kiss, which I think is also going to go extinct. Yeah, general, that that, that should have French already. People. It's out. Ooh. It's outdated. <laughs> You know, the worst is like when American dudes try to do it. Right. You know, it's like they're. Th- it's like when American dudes use European words like "salute" like at mm. a, di- a group dinner and or you know. It feels like
2: a direct attack, Mina. But that's fine. Keep, please keep going. <laughs> the best
1: part is I don't think Mina knows about
2: your. She whole doesn't. French no, thing. that's the worst so part. She like came the on the back. Like, I'm not really part. into guys who do French. <laughs> shit and.
1: Um, oh well. no! Oh no! Keep no, going, no, no, please. It's totally okay. Do you say? croissant like croissant, croissant?
2: <laughs> no i mean no not if i'm speaking to people who don't you know not if i'm speaking <laughs> in english If i'm speaking in french then i would probably say croissant
3: yeah he's quite the french accent yeah so um would you yeah. consider uh who's the winner who's the loser and where do the astros fall into this like i feel I like that, they're doing good yes. go ahead go
1: thousand percent the astros are the winner yeah right, right? <laughs> you know- anymore right. they
3: don't have to deal with well any of done. that crap
1: that was so not fair i'd say the second winner is me because as a mariners fan i can now say hmm. well i i mean who who could have predicted they would have had a bad season it's like you know I, right we shouldn't even really count it although it could actually help me because um in 2018 at the halfway point the mariners had the third best record in baseball We are cutting this season in half, which basically means crazier stuff is likely to happen. Right. So I think fans of crappy teams like myself could actually benefit from the weirdness of it all. The increased randomness. Yeah. Gosh,
3: I wish I remembered where I saw this, but I saw some article that was, or a a graph that was comparing the numbers of if you stopped every season after 60 games, what percentage of those teams would have made the playoffs. And it was, gosh, if I knew the number, it would really be impactful, but I don't, but it was. No, I
1: know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Something like at the halfway point, maybe like 70% of the teams are locked in. Um, I I recall seeing. it depends where you set the threshold, of course, Mm -hmm. but. Right. The Nationals, of course, being the most recent example, the team that got off to a terrible start and then went on, on to win it all. Um, that right. doesn't usually happen. Most of the championships, champions of the past few years, were good in the first half of the season as well. But it does. There's more going to be more chaos. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah,
2: mm.
1: chaos is good. I like chaos. I like chaos. Yeah, I, I root for chaos. So we're going to start Mina. spring
2: training in seven days, and there's no plan oh my for COVID nineteen.
3: There's no cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. This is gonna go flawlessly. No issues. So we're rooting for like the chaos in the sport, not chaos with like all that health stuff. Yes, Just to be definitely clear.
1: anti-chaos as it pertains to health. Although I look forward to many awkward takes on guys testing positive, and then that we're gonna do that weird thing where we talk about it in a sports sense. Like, what oh, does yeah. this mean for the lineup? What does it mean right. for the you know the this first round or whatever and that's going to be really weird yeah i don't um,
3: begrudge you that
1: yeah. have fun with it. <laughs> yeah.
5: we'll be here
3: yeah i'm always gonna do my
1: like solid serious not really a take try to straddle both sides of the fence thing i think it's going to work out pretty well i Str- mean
3: you've been doing an incredible job with it so far so i wouldn't change a thing crushing it The go
1: take thing is that we listen to the experts yes, <laughs> yes. giving you a little preview that's, okay. good you. That's, that's good. That's nice. That's nice. Money heard. Go um, go enjoy your last
3: 30 minutes off. I cannot thank you enough for Thanks, coming on here and helping us understand. Oh my God, look at that. Look at him. He's just
2: staring <laughs> at you. It's, that's how he gets the food. <laughs> it's such
3: love his eyes. My goodness. What a no. good, pop. What a good oh. boy. Do you think, final question, do you think if Lenny met Chase Elliott? he would kiss him open mouth as well
1: um so i have a serious answer to this which is when we first our vet in la is a korean woman and lenny was like weirdly zen around her right and my husband and i were thinking like maybe he thinks it's you or it's your sister or there's some sort of recognition racial recognition going on there and that Uh kind kind of made me feel a little weird right um, but then when he met my brother, that theory was put to rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Lenny, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you, Mina. Lenny. You're the
3: best. Bye, Mariners. Bye. 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 Um,
2: uh, we should probably talk about basketball. I mean, I know we talked about it last week, but I feel like everything changes every 20 seconds.
3: Okay. Who I know can we call? I'm going to call David Jacoby.
2: Oh yeah, I've heard of him.
3: Because he is my friend and he knows about basketball and see great. if he can tell us about basketball.
5: Great, great, great. Hello?
3: Hi, is David Jacoby there, please? What's
5: Ashley? How are you? <laughs> I'm
3: good, how are you? Um I'm recording a podcast right now in Katie Six, so we're trying to get um smart, intelligent, famous, like really charming charismatic people to, like, guest fill in for us. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Could you perchance... Uh, give, you <laughs> give me uh-huh. Jalen's <laughs> number? Give me number. I have Jalen's yes. number. I already called him. He wasn't free, so... <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Um, I honestly have you on speakerphone right now, and I'm holding up to the microphone. Do you have 10 minutes <laughs> to tell us about the NBA bubble? Of
4: course I do. Yes! Of course I do, but I, I first have a question. You can't think...
5: Katie's sick and
4: she couldn't do it.
3: Just, mm. I mean,
2: we're in the middle of a global pandemic here. Yes. Does Katie have COVID nineteen? No. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you can't hear me. I'm realizing that now.
3: Oh yeah, he can't uh, hear Jay. That's okay. What's the best way to do this?
2: That's okay. Just What's let there? him go. Let him go.
3: Okay. Just go. you Jay's here, Joe. but he's not going to say anything interesting anyway. So you're fine. That's <laughs>
2: definitely I love, true. I love you, Jay. I love you uh, too, man. Uh, I nice know you. you can't respond, but I just want to say I miss you very much, Jay. And your
4: haircuts were always an often discussed thing in the office. I can only imagine what you look like right now.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> I need to Please, uh, yeah, right now, a photo. Your haircuts are to you,
4: and to take that away from you is probably the worst thing the coronavirus did. <laughs> it, <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't uh, great, Jacoby. Today, 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 they start testing, and tomorrow, very soon, I don't know exactly at what time, but in the next couple days. We will learn exactly who is and is not coming to the bubble. So it's like, you know when you invite a bunch of people to a party and you hope that everyone's RSVPs, yes, except for those couple people you don't like?
6: Mm-hmm. Well,
4: we're going to find out who is going to RSVP to Adam Silver's invite to Orlando. And uh, I expect a lot of people to do it. Last week, one of the, the most um, interesting things about this is they sent a 125-page health and safety protocol document. To the players.
5: Now. That's Ashley. long.
3: Yes.
4: When was the last
2: time you read anything that was 125 pages long? Um oh gosh. I it's hard. Well, you, right? it's, oh, it's you're b- probably like a romance novel. <laughs> you didn't even want to say. It's a while ago.
3: Well, There's no, I mean vacation or something? No, I have a dumb answer. Like we just oh, I didn't tell you this yet. Um we just bought a house. Oh, Thank you. Very excited. You didn't say congratulations. Oh, I just said thank you anyway.
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, I was going to say it. You
3: know, I was going to say congratulations. Um, congratulations thanks. to you and Esteban. Thanks. So I had to read like a ton. There's a detention the basin in the backyard, and I had to read so much information. About, it, was, it was not 125. I will pages. send you the not, PDFs. It was two. It was not
5: 125. It was, it was really long.
3: So I skimmed a it. Things, a couple things that are part of this. We can do a detention basin, um podcast later, but right now
4: we'll keep this about the bubble. Perfect. The, yeah. So they, uh, some details that the page, number one, no doubles ping pong.
6: Yeah. Ping pong right. is allowed.
4: Ping pong is allowed. No doubles ping pong. Mm-hmm. Another important thing that some might not think important. When you first hear about going to Orlando, you know, I've got kids, you've got kids. It's like, Oh, this will be cool! Like I'll bring my kids. We'll go to the pool. Like I'm already quarantined with them, so like this will be like a fun like three month Disney vacation. Dope. Then you then they tell you that you ha- when you get there you have to quarantine yourself, just yourself in a room. Can't be around anybody, and you can't have family there for six to seven weeks.
3: Ooh. six to
4: seven weeks. You That's- can't have your significant other for six to seven weeks when you get there.
3: That's too long.
4: Yes. And they have very strict policies. Yeah. Very strict policies. If you test positive, you have to self-quarantine for 14 days, and then, like, there's other things you have to do before you get back into
3: action. So do you – I know some people have said – have started saying whether or not they're going to go because the deadline is tomorrow for them – for players to tell the teams. And so, like, people we expected because of injury aren't going – like, do you think anyone's going to say, I don't want to go just because I don't want to go because that sounds horrible?
4: Yes. Now, <laughs> we've got Trevor Ariza, who's not going because he has a month visitation with his son. Um, and, you know, so you get a month with your son, uh, you, take, you do that, I mean, especially with if you're on the Trailblazers. Hmm. Davis Bertans, who's really named Davis Bertans. His name is Davis Bertans, but, but ESPN wants us to say Davis Bertans. And I, I want to, like, ask some follow-up questions to, like, the newsroom. I was going to be like, can I say Davis because like, everybody else says Davis? I feel like, <laughs> like when I say Davis, it kind of makes me look like, like a jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like, for sure. It's like, I feel like I'm like, – I, like I, I don't know. It feels, like, snooty or, like, elitist or something to call him Davis. Like, well, I pronounce it correctly. The rest of you don't. So Davis, for a chance, is not – But he is going to be a free agent just coming off knee surgery. So he is healthy enough to play. But were something to happen, it would cost him, like, I don't know, $70 million. So he is not going to play. But Mm. I do expect some players to opt out of the bubble. However, there are variables in that equation that they're considering, some weighted heavier than others. But there's your personal health, the health of your family. The, the life experience of the quarantine, which once sounded like a fun, bit dizzy vacation, but then actually sounds like maybe not the, the best experience in the world. Right. Although mm. they do have DJs, which I think is going to be cool.
2: I'm <laughs> in. <mean, laughs> sign me up. You
4: know, have a DJ down there and play some music, but you can't be around each other or drink. And there's obviously the, you know, the, the fight against social injustice and systemic racism. And there's the question of whether or not using the camera and the attention and the platform will help that movement or will playing basketball and diverting some of the conversation from injustice towards sports hurt the movement is something that a a lot of the players are weighing and that I personally um, don't uh, fully understand, obviously, because I'm a white guy, but secondly, I don't really know which way I can see, I can make a great case for both sides. Right. I mean, like, it's like if, you know, I think that the NBA itself should do something in that regard. We've got, uh, you know, like if you watch the uh, English Premier League, I don't know if you're familiar, me and you did go to Liverpool.
5: I'm, I mean, I
4: didn't. Uh, but we did. Yeah. But I, <laughs> you I and Jay did. That's right. I went instead. <laughs> you went instead
2: <laughs> of me. We yep, were
5: me. Right there. We
4: just talked about you the whole time and talked about how much we missed you so much that it felt like you were there. Yep. You good save, I mean? buddy.
2: Good save. Yep. If,
5: if
4: he can only <laughs> hear me. That's totally right. That was fun. <laughs>
2: It was fun, bruv.
4: <laughs> and uh, and they, have the, they have the Black Lives Matter thing on the back of their every single uniform. So mm-hmm. if you're the NBA, they need to come out and do something similar. They need to sort of – I think what the NBA needs to do, and there's only so much time until so the players decide, is to kind of like give them – you've got 125 pages on what you guys are going to do for health. Like where's the details on what you guys are going to do for the movement? Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's that. And then there's another factor in, in the, de- the decision whether or not to go if you're an NBA player. is like can we really win a championship? If you're in the Phoenix Suns, like, you're not winning a championship. If you're on the Wizards, like, you're not winning a championship. You're probably playing, like, eight games and then going home. So, like, why would I go through this rigorous quarantine bubble thing in Orlando if, you know, we're just going to play games and then go home?
3: Yeah. So is it end of end of day on the 24th tomorrow that they have to decide? Because I feel like I would have anticipated hearing more people saying they weren't going to go than we have.
5: Is it? Do you know,
4: yeah. That's, that's a great question. Now, they do have to commit on the 24th, but well, the time they commit isn't as important to us as the time that we find out, and sometimes there's gaps mm. there. Mm. like It's kind of like the trade deadline. The trade deadline's like, technically like 3 p.m., but sometimes we find out about trades after it, so I don't know what time we find out, but I know I'll be following Woj, because yeah. you know, the Woj, right. Woj is going to be busy. That's right. You know, I, don't, I don't think, I mean, what I think, is it going to influence anything and probably going to be inaccurate? I don't think you'll see sort of like superstar level play, level players, but there'll certainly be some players that will not go. And testing starts. Right. So one, you know, so it's like some, there's a lot of human beings that are going to be tested. What do you, I, my math is terrible, but let's try 22 times 15. It's going to get you to 330 players, Right.
3: Sure. Take it. Sure. Yeah. 330 players. So, this, you know, just the simple math will indicate you're going to get some positives and what happens to those people and those
2: teams. Wow.
3: If you were an NBA player, would you go?
4: There are so many other things I like to think about about my life. That if I was an NBA player, that's why I have to de- delay this thing. I'm thinking, like, how tall am I? What's the strength of my game? What team was
2: <laughs> on? What forward, forward, I on? Power forward, power forward, 7 2. How, much, how many
5: millions did I make? Mm-hmm. Like, just,
4: just, I really like this hypothetical. Right, right, right. But if, if I was an NBA player and I am still a white person, I would have long conversations about um, the impact on the movement mm-hmm. with my. Black teammates and um, inner circle, mm-hmm. and sort of get that from a health perspective. I think the main things that people consider are health and the, the fight against social injustice. And I, from a health perspective, I would go for sure.
3: What um, What about like the separation from your family?
4: Well, first of all, I really enjoy being separated from my family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Like, my father's day was this weekend my wife was like don't you like don't you want to spend some time with us like, I would like to think that on father's day you want to spend time with us I'm like I've done nothing but spend time with you for 95 <laughs> days in a row 95 <laughs> okay I left the house in 95 oh days
3: <laughs> so it's what like, did you go do what, did you go no father's
4: day I actually did spend time with the family
3: <laughs> that's nice happy father's but day
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day to you too, Ashley.
5: Thanks, bud. <laughs> but I
4: would say, but the, the net net would be like, I don't know. I would want to make sure that, that playing did not negatively impact the movement. Mm-hmm. But from a health perspective, I would certainly
3: go. Okay. And the but DJ from... perspective as well.
4: Yeah, and the yeah. DJs have DJs. Right.
1: Can you, right. And I, Can you and ask Jacoby if that he would call this next one?
4: Like, one big thing about this is the, uh, the, the barber situation. Mm-hmm. Because they have barbers, they'll supply that. But do NBA players get to pick their own barbers? They have to share barbers. Haircuts are very important. To NBA players. Right. How many haircuts? Like how many barbers are you going to have? You've got what we say, three hundred and thirty haircuts. That's a lot of haircuts. How many barbers? Lot. And you got social distance. We got how many barber shops? And everyone wants going to get a cut at the same time, game day.
5: Right. Right, they're,
6: right.
3: they're all
4: working at the same time. I think that these are the things that they really need to consider. Yes. I could do a 125-page document about the haircut situation. <laughs> I'd like Jay, to see it.
3: Jay has a question. Um, would Is you, it haircut related? No. Would you use the snitch line if you saw somebody breaking the rules? <laughs> this is great. The,
4: they've got a hotline for people <laughs> to call. In case you see someone else in the NBA bubble breaking protocol, mm-hmm. so if this is just a terrestrial number, like a an actual just like phone number that you can call, I want to know where's the call center that's picking this up. <laughs> is it where is it? Is it outsource this to another country? Is it Nebraska? Famously used to be a place where call centers were because Nebraska is like technically like the American accent and they don't have an accent. Oh, really? So who are those human beings, and if it's an actual number, how quickly will it get leaked? And how, <laughs> who, if you say I saw Kawhi Leonard, I don't know, playing doubles ping pong, right? <laughs> you have to. Is there a follow-up investigation? Do they
6: need a picture? Yeah. Who investigates?
4: These are really to a please, net if, up if in if the ping pong room. I called up, and they're like, "Who are you?" Like, I'm David Jacoby. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm an NBA player now, I'm Dave Jacoby. I'm on the Phoenix Suns. Um, I saw Kawhi Good Leonard and Montrezl Harrell playing <laughs> ping pong against Joe Kim Noah and Lou Williams. Wow! And on the same okay. table, they're playing doubles ping pong. I saw that yesterday at 8:30 p.m. at the Grand Floridian. <laughs> what happens then? I don't. What happens then? That's what I want to know. Do they call the FBI? <laughs>
3: right? Do they, look at, do,
4: they, do they look at surveillance footage? Like how seriously do they take these these allegations? Because if I was under the line, if I was in Nebraska, and I was just working from home, taking care of my kids, you know, because I'm mainly the NBA hotline, I would say, Picker, it didn't happen, bro. <laughs> you can't take a picture. Yeah. You can't just be coming with accusations. You need evidence. Plus, Next time you see Joe Kim and Lou Williams playing doubles ping pong against Montrez, Harrell, and Kawhi Leonard, you need to take a picture of
5: it. Yeah,
4: because if, if this is just a, a he said against he said, he said, he said, then uh, that's not going to do it for me. They're all still eligible to play.
3: All right. Well, I think um, all of our NBA bubble questions have been answered. Jay, do you have anything Great. else you want me to ask Jacoby since he can't hear you?
2: Yeah. Um, just tell yeah, him I say thanks for remembering Jake. that we spent, you know, a month in Liverpool, bruv.
3: He said thanks for remembering that we spent a month together in the Liverpool, bruv. <laughs> oh yeah,
4: <laughs> yes. uh, What am I? Scousers, scousers for life. Scousers for life.
3: That's right. Thank you, Jacoby. Of
4: course.
5: And happy Good Father's and Day again. Happy
2: Father's Day to you too, <laughs> and happy Father's Day,
5: Jay. <laughs> and happy you. Yeah. Thank Jay you. and his Appreciate hair, that. his baby. Yeah, yeah, that is my baby. <laughs> All right, we'll talk
2: to you later. <laughs> Bye. That was good. All right. Learned some stuff about basketball. I, I feel like we, we maybe need a football take.
5: Uh, okay.
2: So what if Oops. I call Diana Rossini? See if she has any hot, spicy football takes. Great, love that. Okay, let's try it. We've also determined now that only one of us can talk to the other person. So that's fun. Technology. Am I right?
7: Your
2: call has been forwarded to it. A- well, we'll see if she calls me back. That's
3: embarrassing for you. Um, yeah, that
2: is embarrassing. <laughs> Jacoby picked up after like one ring. He and for me, have. it was like, mm, okay.
3: He jumped on the phone. Mina texted back in like a second.
5: Was-
2: you know, you uh, have a longer tenure mm. at the old ESO. Oh, Diana Rossini. Ah, nuts.
5: I mean, yay, but
3: I liked rubbing it in your face.
2: Hello? Hi. Hi, Diana. It's Jay Wolf. Hi, Jay. Uh I'm co-hosting this podcast, Katie's Without Katie. And I'm here with Ashley who you won't be able to hear because she's got headphones in. But uh are you can you give us some football takes? Where are you right now? I am
7: currently at the Jersey Shore sitting on the beach trying <laughs> to find an area where the wind isn't howling for you guys. No, you but, sound but, great. Uh yeah,
2: I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing this really low 5 You're at the beach, so I don't want to take too much of your time. But we just need, like, we're just trying to get, so we just got Jacoby's take on the bubble. Uh, we got Mina's take on baseball. Just a quick take on the NFL for us so that we have some content for our listeners.
7: Oh, good. Uh, I think <laughs> that the NFL is just going to move forward on all of this uh, and not really be as conservative or concerned uh as we're seeing the other leagues i think their mantra right now is uh testing education uh and sort of self-reliance everyone just sort of making sure they do the right thing they they want to see the season go on with without a hitch and i think they're i think they're gonna be right
2: uh ashley is asking if you think the eagles can beat the cowboys
7: Oh my gosh, I'm sitting on a beach, with like in a circle, with all Eagles fans yes. to fly an Eagles flag on the yes. beach, which is so goddamn mortifying. <laughs> but, yes! Uh, God this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I think the Eagles are going to be really good this year. I think they're going to be good Cowboys. No. Wow. I'm saying that because I would like to uh, get another cold beer at some point. Here
2: right. Right, so, right, right, right. That-
7: uh, I'm just going to go with, with that for, for right now.
2: Okay, so NFC East champs. You think the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh,
7: sorry, uh, there was, there was um, a dolphin. <laughs> the Jersey sure is wild, man. You, you got to You have to see it. Um, what was your question again? The,
2: the NFC East champs, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. That's your that's your pitch for this season.
7: Oh without a doubt that is is, they're going to win the entire division um I think Carson Wentz is going to have a breakout year I think the injury bug just demolished Philly for so long that I mean you kind of look at it as it can't be they can't have this happen again
6: right they can't Mm -hmm. have
7: everyone get hurt again so um I think (laughs) because of that it's going to work to their favor and well I do think Dallas's offense is going to be a bunch of rock stars with all the weapons they added I just think this whole Dak thing is weird I just I just think it's it's just not going to be as smooth as we think it's going to be. So I'm going Eagles all the way in this division.
2: Okay, great. Just Ashley has a question. Hang on Ask her second.
3: if she can get the, the Eagles fans with her to do an Eagles chant into the phone.
2: Ash- you don't. <laughs> I, Ashley is asking me to ask you to get the Eagles fans you're with to do an Eagles chant into your phone. I am not going to make you do that because that's ridiculous. But I will.
7: is. I could ask, and they're going to do it. I don't want to hear it.
2: Yeah, that's, that's no. Funny. Neither do I. So,
7: <laughs> like, like, except the culture is so um, intense Beautiful. that, like, mm. even like the little kids, like my chances, like little cousins who don't even know how to say mom or dad yet, can sing the song. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but that's that's why they're great, I guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, I guess I'm, I'm I'm part of it now. I think. One last question so for you, and I'll let you, you go.
2: Do you think the Ravens will win the Super Bowl? No, I don't. Wow! Think the Ravens
7: are gonna win the Super Bowl. All
2: right, well, we gotta know. go. <laughs> 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 um, <All right>. you. <laughs> Thank you, Diana. Love you. Bye. Love you. you. Love, Love you. me. Mean, mean it. Wow, Diana Rossini, <coughs> just stabbing me in the heart right there at the last Yikes. second.
3: Well, I mean, you didn't exactly like. You're like, oh, the Eagles could win the NFC East, which is great. Yeah, the NFC like, East. But yeah, like, but you're strapping cares? like, Are the Eagles? Are the Ring Kings of the,
2: the North, football? babe. AFC North champions. Gosh, gross. Cover of Madden, Lamar Jackson. I have you ever heard about a little thing called the Madden Curse? Yeah, it eggs? doesn't exist. Oh, okay. Patrick Mahomes was on it. It's, okay, well, yeah, doesn't I exist. Guess, right? Doesn't exist. Um, um, I'm feeling. Uh, inadequate because diana didn't answer my phone call she did call back um <laughs> but uh i texted mike gold jr okay and it seems like he's going to join us i sent him the link so oh,
3: i hope he doesn't ghost you
2: oh that would be that would be bad <laughs> here he is mike gold hey. jr hi <laughs> what's up <laughs> Justin, how are you guys doing
3: We're struggling, man. We're trying to stay afloat here doing this. This is not like our jobs. So, thank you for joining us and helping us get instantly smarter and more charming.
2: Also, thank you for looking,
3: right?
8: Well, I don't know about that, but like, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. So, during uh, quarantine, I decided to try and become a bandana guy. I figure the face covering aspect. So, I go with like the normal mask over the top, but then. I tossed this over it. So at the very best, I look like a bandit. And at the very worst, I have it around my neck. And I feel like it, it makes me very a, feel very confident. It
2: looks it's like right. you're wearing an ascot. It's, it's great. Throw yeah. a blazer on top of it. Just eat a like a seafood tower. I love it. I, no joke. I
8: did that. I saw Marty Smith on TV very <laughs> clearly with like his facial covering tucked down. But because he was wearing a suit, I was like, he looks like he's wearing an ascot. That's the yeah. party smithest thing ever.
3: So yeah. do you think the that. ascot works quite as well with a tank top as it does with a suit, or is that just your zoom outfit for right now?
8: I think the ascot wouldn't work as well, but I think because it's a bandana and it's got the point, so I think it kind of works with like the general bad boy vibe I'm trying to curate. Like I got all these tattoos to overcompensate for the You're fact right. that like I'm very like soft and teddy bear like. I don't mm. I don't get in fights and stuff, but the tattoos they make it seem like wow this guy edgy yeah
2: yeah, edgy yeah i'm terrified great. i think it looks great i think i, think I you love look great. it i love the bandana i
3: personally wouldn't wear it but i think you're doing a great job with it
2: <laughs> love this for you
3: <laughs> I love it. for you and then, are you also rocking the short shorts as well you don't I have am, to show yeah. us i
8: just okay yeah great no it's it's become sort of a thing <laughs>
2: Well, so, I also appreciate you coming on here because I was getting owned by Ashley and like famous people who we texted and they showed up to the podcast. So the fact that you came and showed up for this is really big for me, just as a personal win. Yeah, I'm no, kidding. that's a very low bar for famous that you've set <laughs> Well, for yourself, you know, so. I'm not Katie, you know, I, it's not Katie Nolan's Zoom chat challenge. This is, this is a much slower bar. <laughs> See, like that's
8: where I got super humbled though, because in that okay. chat, I was just sitting there like, I brought Joey Chestnut and no one else answered. And <laughs> I didn't know how to come back from that because all of a sudden Lynn Manuel Miranda starts popping up, and I'm like, I am just outclassed. class. I'm gonna get along with yeah. you right here. Lynn
2: Manuel. Man, that was a wild time. <laughs> so oh.
3: we've talked about um, we've talked about baseball with Mina, and we talked about NBA with Jacoby, and we talked about NFL a little bit with Diana. Could you perchance join us for a discussion on the NWSL and the absolute show that is going on with the challenge cup in the Orlando pride?
8: Yeah. What in the hell? Like, how, how do you, and you know what? Like, I, I guess, cause like, I don't want to cast judgment too much on anyone, but at the same time, like when you're talking about the challenge cup format and the way they had had it set up and what a short burst you're going for here. Like, Just Mm -hmm. don't do the thing for, like, the little bit of time leading up to that. I I can't really understand that one.
3: So, Jay, do you want to summarize it so anyone who at home doesn't know what's going on? So, the
2: NWSL Challenge Cup starts next week. Uh, It'll be the first American sport back, which is exciting. Um, And the Orlando Pride um, famously are in Orlando, which is in Florida, which has – how do we say this, relaxed their coronavirus restrictions significantly. And um, allegedly, according to a report from The Athletic, some players were spotted at a bar or restaurant a couple of weeks ago, and that is probably how the first player got COVID-19, and that potentially was spread between a few more players. But now I think six players and four staffers tested positive for COVID-19 as of yesterday, Mm -hmm. and Orlando has decided to um, recuse themselves from the tournament. So, hey, Austin. Um, and uh, so that's where we're at. Uh, it seems like everybody else is going to play, and they haven't had any other cases anywhere else, which is good. Um, makes it a little tricky because the tournament, I believe there was uh, 10 teams and nine playoff spots, or was it nine teams and eight?
5: I think eight? it
2: was nine and eight. And so nine teams now and everyone goes And so now there are eight out. teams, which means everybody's in the playoffs, which I love. I love that for them. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that's where we're at with the challenge cut.
8: Yeah, it's a, and, and so it's obviously the one part of it that's a disaster already is, again, I have a great deal of sympathy as we're going to get ready to see sports go for larger swaths of time. We've talked about how the NBA is going to take up this, you know, potential like 116 days, I think, for the team that goes wire to wire and makes it all the way to the finals if it were to go to game seven. You've got a lot of your time that you are putting forth towards this, and so any bit of normalcy is welcome. For this, because it's going to be comparatively such a shorter burst, like the short-term sacrifice of, you know what, we've been quarantining for a while. Maybe just finish it until we get out to Utah and can get to do this thing. But this is also an interesting learning experience going forward for a lot of the other sports. Because the number one question that we've asked basically every coach, AD, GM, whoever we've talked to is, what would it take to trigger a full team shutdown? What would it take for a team to potentially have to forfeit a game? And especially when we get to the NBA bubble scenario, I think this is especially relevant. And so we've seen here like this percentage of their team plus the coaching staff involved – just made it impossible. And so we kind of wait to see that because no league in their guidelines, as far as I've seen and combed through at this point, has that set number. It's almost been by feel. And so we found at least in one in a one team sample size what that feel looks like.
3: Yeah. Right. I think um the part that was most concerning to me um was that one person had tested Positive. And so then they tested everybody else, I believe on Thursday and there were no other positive tests, but then they retested everybody on Saturday and there were nine positives. So after they had not been exposed to, sorry, my son's running behind us. So if you, <laughs> those,
8: I was going to ask actually if that was, just if did. that was your room before I was like, I like what you got, what you guys have done <laughs> decorating the bedroom yeah, with strong. the alphabet and a guitar. it's a cocoa
3: guitar so you can like play remember (laughs) me on it it's pretty great oh my Um, god yeah
1: it's pretty you want to cry boys these days
3: i know right so i think that that's raised a lot of concerns because it's like they had it they obviously had it on thursday it's not like they went out and got it on friday and tested positive so is it a False negative situation where you can Mm. test and it says you don't have it, and then you go expose your (laughs) expose yourself (laughs) to other teammates in the
2: locker room. Not great to expose Um, yourself. It's not. not I
3: mean, in a locker room, everybody does it, so it's fine. Um, Or is it that it takes a couple days for the virus to present itself? So if you you know get it on a Wednesday, is it four days? And that you have it, that you can still give it to other people before you get a positive test result back. And so what does that mean for teams and leagues? Because even if you're testing daily, you may think somebody's okay. And then they go to a training session where they're breathing heavy all over everybody and spread it to all of them. And you won't even know for four more days. So like if you have a game and then you give it to that team and then they're fine for four days before they go to their locker room, all of a sudden your whole league is done. So it's like, even if you're testing every day, you can still run into these problems. And I think if I were other leagues and as a sportsman, like
8: I'm terrified of what that means. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the toughest part. And it, so it's interesting how all these strategies start to couple together when it comes to the way that we address all this. Because the one thing we had, uh, we had an infectious disease doctor on the show this morning on Golik and Wingo. And to your first point, Ashley, I remember going all the way back in the beginning, a lot of people talked about Sort of a 48 hour window. When the NBA was first closing down, a lot of them were waiting to test the teams that had come in contact with, you know, I think originally Rudy Gobert and the Jazz, but were waiting that 48 hour window because what they had gathered so far was there was that time period where it took the virus to really enter your system. I don't know how much of that change or holds true, but at the very least, like right. you said, there's kind of that time lapse idea. But then there's the other important thing, and one area where I actually think in all of this, because We do this thing all the time where we ask sports to sort of lead society, whether it comes to morals and values, and certainly in this case, in medicine in some ways, that contact tracing element of it sounds like it's what's going to be most missing from larger society because there's privacy laws that people worry about and the tracking data that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. But with sports teams, you've got all these people and personnel around the team who already sort of have this level of monitoring built into their jobs. It's much more normal inside the world of sports especially college to kind of monitor what your athletes are doing and so we've seen their light years ahead of what I think larger society is on the idea of monitoring those interactions so you hope that regular testing coupled with that can kind of mitigate what you're talking about but you're right like at the end of the day especially in a bubble environment where once you're locked inside everyone goes all right well we're all kind of exposed to each other what's the harm there is still plenty of room for disaster
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Especially because it can come from, it can come from somebody outside the bubble. Like, right. I, and I think what, what I'm struggling with is, I mean, Gojo, you said it at the top, like the players like should have just, they should have just hunkered down for however much longer a week longer until the challenge cup. But I think asking the athletes and not just the athletes, but also the staffs, right. To, to, to follow stricter guidelines than the general population is, is challenging. You know, like we, we had this conversation earlier with Jacoby about the NBA players and like what part of not wanting to go is like having to separate from your families, have to give up entertainment, have to yada, yada, yada. Well, there because are DJs. At there Disney are World, DJs. Yeah.
5: Like no doubles
3: ping pong. Like how could you right. even play? Tough. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't play singles. It's just not even worth it. But like, asking athletes to, and everyone involved in the team, to give up more than a regular citizen of the United States so that we can watch these sports is, like, I don't know. I feel like if in my state, like, if in my state the bars are open, like, it should be my decision whether or not I can go.
8: I mean, I'm not yeah, going to because I'm an idiot, but, like. Yeah. No, and I, but I think to your point, like, it does come down to a personal decision. It's just at this time period, and this is kind of what we've been told since the beginning of this is, the virus and the responsibility lies in all of us because it's mm-hmm. not our health that's the really the only thing in control. And this situation is really evidenced of that where right. one or two people can create a situation where now all of a sudden you've compromised an entire team in a yeah. way that's detrimental. Yeah. And this, this, I mean, this hellscape is exactly what I think of for college sports because now you take an even younger population that's more prone to saying, I value my freedom. I'm, I've come to a place to finally get freedom in a college campus. And I already deal with this feeling of invincibility every day. Why am I not going to go beer bong a bunch of tequila with the beers in there already with I ask a bunch myself of my friends might Every day, <laughs> every day I ask that.
2: Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did that
8: well, one time in Cabo, and I ended up vomiting like an entire ooh. very nice meal that we had had. In, like very nonchalantly. I was sitting in a hot tub, and we decided it would be great nice. to like bong cervezas and then throw tequila over the top of it and i'm sitting there like i'm i'm o-line me at this point so i feel like i'm indestructible and i'm just sitting there in the hot tub feeling pain start to rise and i just very casually in like the bushes right next to the hot tub i like lean over like i'm looking at a text and i just barf all into the bush right there and then just lean back over like nothing's wrong as i'm like very well, you, clearly unwell.
3: You didn't even yeah. get oh, out yeah. of the hot tub?
8: You just no, no.
3: barfed over the
8: side of it. Yeah, I try and I I tried to do the lean. Like have you ever <laughs> seen someone like throw up in the club? Like I had a buddy puke into a potted plant at a nightclub one time and like you try and think you're being real yeah. slick doing it as you're blasted. Like, I'll be,
4: yeah, I'll be back on this <laughs> yeah, right. going up again. Let's go. Yeah, it's a
2: strong move. I mean that's a really well placed plant next to that hot tub i feel like that's a that's a win for you that you just could do the lean into the plant that's strong that's a strong move
8: it was it was preparation yeah. met opportunity yeah
2: it's, that's great
8: did you guys <laughs> um
3: did you guys hear about novak Djokovic testing positive as well
2: yes my god
3: <laughs> so i okay i laughed but i shouldn't have it's not funny it's not but funny he was
2: like at the club like so here
3: I'm going to summarize this for the people who don't know. So after making comments, the U S the open was planning to come back in August in New York without fans and you know, all kinds of restrictions. Right. He made public comments being like, I don't know if I'm going to play. He's the world number one tennis player because these, this, these are too restrictive. You know, it's like too many precautions. I don't want to deal with that. So he decided he was going to start um, a charity tour that was a four-part series of exhibition events um, that was in Croatia and the Balkans, essentially, and, like, have a tennis tournament to raise money while the ATP tours are all shut down because of COVID um, with fans in the stands and no social distancing, no masks, no precautions of any kind. And so over the weekend, two of the other stars in the tournament grigor dimitrov and i never say his name right orna Koric?
2: Koric, yeah
3: he yeah
2: yeah Go, just dab. deserves a dab it was
3: very helpful um they both announced that they had tested positive so people are like hugging posing for photos like they're just throwing everything in the face of this virus. So two big stars get it. They cancel the final that was supposed to be on Sunday that um Djokovic was supposed to play in. And then they do a bunch more testing and a bunch of other people test positive for it too, including Novak and his wife. And another player, uh Victor Troicki. So yeah. <laughs> Nick Kyrgios, our favorite uh, tennis player of all time, tweeted, it was a boneheaded decision to go ahead with the exhibition. Speedy recovery, fellas. But that's what happens when you disregard all protocols. This is not a joke.
2: Wait. Okay. Nick Kyrgios. When Nick Kyrgios is coming after you to be more mature, there's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That should be the
8: line. (laughs) Oh, man. I know I stepped in it now. Just that send him him. Should
3: I do this insane. and see what he says? I he did is-
8: enjoy speaking of him when he got left on Twitter read by like every big time tennis player. Cause he tweeted, he's like, do you guys think we're all coming back too early? And he added like <laughs> Federer and Joker and all these guys and none of them responded. And I was right. like, that is, So painful to me, even for a guy that kind of puts himself out there like that. They're like,
2: who are you calling we, bud? Uh...
8: (laughs) 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 Like I that we, the uh, uh, 40th ranked player in the world? No, kindly leave. But yeah, no, Ashley's spot on with that. And like, obviously it's complicated with Joker because like he's someone who's very publicly against things like vaccinations that are going to factor in Mm -hmm. as we get closer to that with this virus. And so there's a certain level of irony involved in that portion of this situation. But it is a reminder, like sports are going to be hard enough to have come back yeah, and we're yeah. going to need to do everything right to make it happen. So when you just wander and saunter out there and grab your racket and act like nothing is wrong, of course the worst possible thing is going to happen.
2: Yeah. That's ridiculous. And
3: they did go to a club too. You're right. The Jeremy. club like, video. Like, oh, it was yeah, a video. Fist I bumping it. at
2: the, see cl- it. Oh, fist man. bumping at the club. Like, dude, I don't know. I mean, I miss clubs as much as the next guy, but really.
3: I think this and the Orlando Pride thing is very similar. It's like it, you need everybody to be on the same page or it's going to screw it up for everybody else. So, yeah. like, I think if – I mean, I'm, I'm, so I'm baking this cake as I mean, we go. I'm baking it as we go because I, I was like, miss, I don't miss, miss, miss. think athletes should give up more than other citizens, but it's like if you want to play your sport – you
8: pretty much have to go in a bubble.
3: That's the only way you can get it done.
8: And, like, also, like, you're not asking much because, like, that's the central tenet of, like, every team philosophy ever. Mm. Like, we all claim to love this gung-ho team. And we all, like, when we're, you know, we're training for football, they're like, everyone hand behind the line because every inch matters and doing things the right way translates to the field. And we do it for all that nonsense. And then people are like, hey, we need you to now do this for this deadly virus. Can you guys do that? And we're all like, but I want to go to the club. Like, right. even as I say it aloud, like, I don't know. Like, I just think of, like, my, like, short time playing sports. Like, and, like, all of us. Like, anyone who played sports at any level, you sacrifice certain things along the way yeah. within reason in order to accomplish a goal. So I'm with you, Ashley. It's not like I want to ask these men and women to go and completely lock themselves away for our entertainment. But at the same time, I would look at it the other way and say, if this is something you value as an athlete to that level, and everyone has to make that decision for themselves, that's why if players don't want to go to these tournaments for fear of their own safety or loss of their own freedom, I'm cool because everyone's got their own decision in that. But it would reason enough for me to say that once you've made that decision, making sure you preserve that opportunity to the best of your ability, not just for the athletic portion of it, but for the larger health and safety portion of it, doesn't seem like all that unreasonable for us to sit here and talk about.
2: Totally. Totally. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Mike, did you see this video of Mike Tyson? So I haven't seen the newest <laughs> one. My brother, my brother
8: texted me and all I saw in my family's group chat was, God, Mike Tyson looks scary. So wait, can I find this on? Can I find this on Twitter? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, So
8: (laughs) this is so embarrassing for me. I need you to watch it before we talk about it. All right. So is it? Oh God! Is he? Whoa! Whoa!
3: What are you reacting to? What are you reacting to? His how fast he's reacting to. So maybe you can tell we we just tell us (laughs) what you're describe what you're watching.
8: Mike Tyson is boxing very furiously in some shorts that are very small. And part of the, part of the feature of the short seems to be some sort of crotch protrusion that I'm not really used to. Holy shit. So, okay. Now I
3: don't feel as bad. So did (laughs) did you notice in, um, in the copy, it's an ad for smart cups.
2: Not notice
8: that.
2: I. <laughs> smart smart mind says... go to when you hear the word smart cup? What's What's the first thing that jumps up into the old skull there?
8: Let's not say jumps up. Man, yeah, no, I was gonna say there's there's a lot of jumping going on in this video right now. I'm like, you know what? I guess. I, I guess he needs a smart cup. Like, I yeah. Seems like he it needs would a, be a smart he needs
2: move. A, needs a big cup.
8: He needs a big cup. <laughs> 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 it's.
3: I don't know if this is the most genius combination or the dumbest because that is not the smart cup is nothing to do with uh athletic protective wear for male genitalia. It's, oh, it doesn't? No. Oh, it's not an actual cup. No. Mm-mm. It's I think it's like I think it's like a plastic-ish or like paper or whatever where you add water and like the electrolytes come out and you just like but I didn't know that until I clicked on it. And now
8: I can't, like, I, I can't decide if this is genius or I think it's
2: the, most or the brilliant
8: opposite. Opposite. I'll tell you who it's genius for, Mike Tyson. Yeah. If you want to show that I am both the large, scary boxer and incredibly well-endowed, buy a smart cup. <laughs> Do you want to throw punches and have a very large hog? Buy a smart cup. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, man. Oh. What, a time. what a time.
8: Wow. Thank you guys for, for calling this to my attention. Hey, oh, yeah. You're welcome. It's absolutely oh. our
2: pleasure. That's absolutely what we do here. <laughs>
8: oh. Also, right. not for nothing, as a guy that wears short shorts a lot, great legs. Like, for Mike yeah, Tyson's yeah. age, he's in incredible shape. He, I, yeah.
3: he has to be training to fight somebody. It's got, like, who is it? I want to know.
8: I don't know, but I tell do. Me. I didn't imagine, like, and even if it's someone younger, like,
2: I feel scared for them. Mm. Mm. What's, what do you think, actually what, what's your dream Tyson comeback fight scenario? Who do you want to see him fight?
5: Um, Holyfield?
2: Yeah, I think that's the easy, that's the, that's the, that's the easy answer. answer. Sorry. That's that's the, 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 <laughs> no, that's the best answer is what I meant to say. <laughs>
8: Yeah, I'd say, I'd say I feel like that's number one on everybody's list. Like, yeah. it it'd be awesome to see him. Like, I don't know. I feel like I, for a lot of reasons, I got kind of sick of Conor McGregor's act for a while. So it'd be fun sure. to watch Mike Tyson just oh, know, yeah. ragdoll Conor McGregor a little bit.
2: Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say Dana White. I just want to <laughs>
8: <I> just <laughs> get him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, do we like do we involve him? Because I know Dana White called out Dan Levitard. That's so what like, I'm saying. Up, Dana White's like throwing.
2: I'm... He's he's challenging people. But let's you know. You want to come to the king? Let's do a ladder match between Tyson
8: Levitard, <laughs> and Dana. <laughs> exactly. That's what. But we instead mean. of the belt at the top of the ring, because Dan is like myself and he appreciates a good meal, we put like a blooming onion at the top of it or something. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just put a smart cup at the
2: top, and whoever gets there gets a smart cup. Lifetime supply. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a lot of value. Gojo, do you watch the challenge? I
8: don't know, and I feel really left out because I see everyone talking about it and podcasting all the time.
3: Yeah, you should watch it. I was going to keep you you here for our challenge conversation, but.
2: Have you guys watched The Floor is Lava? No, but I've heard about it. Wait, can you tell me more about it?
8: So it is almost exactly what it sounds like in they have recreated like living room settings, bedroom settings with the caveat that in this case, the floor is, and this is what uh, me and Billy Gill on Levitard show dubbed diet lava, because obviously <laughs> it's not the full fledged send you off, but it appears to be very warm, kind of goopy. And the real thing that throws me is through careful editing, like the people disappear below the surface when they fall in. Wow. It is terrifying. Oh God. And, Yeah. And so basically what, what, what the floor is lava is, is an exercise in acting very dramatically when someone falls in the water because everyone is required to wail and gnash teeth when one of their (laughs) teammates is lost to the water, but also falling really hard on your shins and face. Like everyone kind of has to do the jump where you just allow your body to absorb max contract. And it's just everyone getting hit in the face by awkward angles, their shins getting blasted on this. Like, it looks legitimately painful. And for a prize of $10,000, like, I understand why you would put yourself through that pain. But yeah, Flora's Lava, pretty worth, pretty worth the watch. That seems like not enough
2: money for those things. $10,000, like, that's like too hot to handle when they all won like 50 bucks at the end of the, the show. Did you guys see that show? It was like, they, got, they were on this Netflix show for like 10 weeks, they're not allowed to have sex. And then like the goal, like they decide they're gonna, spoiler alert, they're gonna split the whole pod of money and everybody again ends up taking home like $800. And it's like, what the hell is the point? <laughs> God, It's barely well, going to cover the plane ticket. Right. I think
3: 800 over 10 weeks is probably a little different than 10,000 for an afternoon. I'm assuming, is it just like.
8: So it appears to be just a one day venture. So it's you and two other teammates. So it's, it's groups of three and you've got to get as many of your group from the start of the obstacle course to the end of it in the fastest amount of time, and obviously the most people wins, and then if there's any tie in the number of people, you go to time in a lot of this. But, yeah, Mm. it's an afternoon. It's $10,000 split with people. And, honestly, like, based on the people I've seen go so far, I feel like if you got any amount of, like, actual athleticism, it wouldn't be that hard. Like, it's going to be difficult, but I don't think, like – there are a lot of really suspect athletic performances here. I just watched this afternoon a group of teacher, teachers absolutely barf all over themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh. That sounds horrible. Like
3: barf like over the side a... of a hot tub kind of barf? Or yeah. like actually?
8: <laughs> no, like, like, like me in the back of an Uber circa 2014 in Chicago just straight Strong. all over yourself. Got yeah. it. Got it. Did you ever it.
2: see this show on Netflix called Release the Hounds? Have either of you guys ever seen no. this? Okay. So Release the Hounds is this British show where you're like in a team of people and you go into this haunted house and you're like finding caches of money all hidden through this haunted house. But there's like all sorts of things in this haunted house that are going to like scare you. And if you get caught by the thing, then you're out. The last test is once you have all this money, you're like making your way out of the house and they literally... Release the hounds and you have to outrun them. And if you don't make it out of the house past the hounds, then you lose the entire thing of money that you've accumulated. It is extraordinary to watch. <laughs> That's my the sort of thing questions. where I'm like, if I'm going to be on a show to win money and like need to prove my athleticism, release the hounds is where I'm going. Cause you could get a lot of money, but you got to run faster than very, very fast dogs. I could. What happens that. when the dogs catch them? Do they. So I think they're trained to soft mouth them. I hope, um, but I can't be sure. <laughs> I feel like I look into that before you join yeah, the show. Probably worth looking into. But that's my uh, biggest question
8: because, like, I don't know the dollar amounts at play here. But man, a bite on the ass is a really hard way to lose that
3: money. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. true. You lose a lot. Wow. You lose a lot. Are you, uh, Mike? Are you watching any of the Bachelor? season rewinds that are airing
8: i haven't caught them just yet but i know like i think that's going to be appointment viewing for me i'm actually taking a week off work starting tomorrow and so i think i'm going to make sure that that's appointment viewing for me on monday night i miss like the bachelor live tweeting muscles i feel stiff like that so i gotta i gotta work those out again before the new season
3: yeah they did um i watched part of one they're kind of hard to do all at once because they do so many like let's go to this person for this interview and th- and it's just too much talking and you know i just i'd rather just watch the recap but i did see that peter and kelly came on together and have like announced their official relationship what i consider that a win for me
2: uh, <laughs> no it's still not a win for you i definitely won go it's a moral like what's your take <laughs> <laughs> uh so, Peter and Kelly, for sure, like... they're Yeah, they're together. Oh, and that, it's, like, it, it's the
8: ultimate duh moment. Now, the idea that Peter's mom gets any sort of satisfaction in this is a Ugh. little bit suspect to me, yeah. because she's the worst. <laughs> yeah. But um, she's yeah. the worst. But, yeah, I mean, anyone, anyone from a mile away could see that Kelly and him, like, had the only thing resembling, like, a mature human relationship. Yeah. So
3: especially people who are, like, picking those women in a draft and picked Kelly, I feel like should be rewarded that they no, actually ended up together.
8: I See, I think in Bachelor world, there should be something that counts for that because this is a common occurrence when the people leave and all of a sudden things get mixed up, you end up with a different person. So mm-hmm. I feel like it should be one of those things where almost, like, in fantasy when they go back and there's, like, a correction later on yes. that you deserve
2: mm-hmm. to retroactively yes. be awarded
8: points. I mm-hmm. think you're right. I think
2: uh, you're right. Did is uh, Madison still with Tyler C? Is that what happened? What was the who didn't like a? Wasn't there a bunch of stuff that happened after Peter split? I don't know what happened. I think there was a bunch of stuff. Yeah, actually. yeah.
3: I think Hannah Ann said she wanted to date Tyler C, but I don't think they actually did. Hannah Ann wanted
2: did. to date
7: Tyler C. He's still in just... this
3: weird like friendship with Hannah B. That everyone right. is like, can you please just get together? I like, Honestly, have a TikTok just just to watch their stuff.
8: <laughs> yo, Tyler C., by the way, I, like, I passed by him on the street in Miami down at the Super Bowl.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: Wow. Yeah, One of those people bad. where, like,
3: in person, you're, like, even more amazed. It. Yeah.
8: I mean, just, like, because, like, like stature-wise, I'm a pretty imposing physical presence for, like, you know, like, not in, like, you know, like sports circles because those people are, are gifted individuals, sure. but like <laughs> in like polite society, I walk around <laughs> and I'm bigger than most people. This guy was like a full inch taller than me really? and is just like carved out of marble. And he had the whole look, like the rolled jeans, the white shirt, the white V-neck shirt. Like mm. he was owning Miami in a way that I was power sweating and not.
3: Mm. <laughs> so actually, I don't know that we've announced it, uh, we do talk about The Bachelor on this podcast uh, a lot. Um, his best friend, Matt James. Is that his name? Mike James? Matt yep. James? Matt, Matt James. Is going to be the next Bachelor. Right. So they're going to do Claire's season. And he's a, he is a black guy, so he's going to be the first black Bachelor, which is a great thing. But they're still going to do Claire, and then they'll do
7: Matt right I think
8: yes yes I believe yeah I think Claire Claire because I mean hell it feels like Claire's is obviously since the start of COVID it feels like it's been a million miles away for a while but yes yeah. Claire Crawley's still gonna get her season so okay. I'm really bummed we missed paradise oh I the crowd <laughs> and I only got into paradise last year I was late to that party and all. Oh, yeah that. so I'm newly indoctrinated into the church of paradise and man what a miss that is for all of us it's yeah it's <laughs> a it's
3: a very different experience <laughs>
8: Is that, is that your favorite? That's most people's favorites.
3: Um, that's a good question. I don't, it depends. I feel like depending on who the bachelor or bachelorette is really dictates the success and watchability of a season. So like when they're good, it's so much fun to watch like a proper one. Whereas like, if they're too very boring, then it's like, eh, And I feel like paradise falls in the middle, you know, like okay. I take the best bachelor or bachelorette over so now here,
8: here's one for you. Did you watch Listen to Your Heart?
3: No. <laughs> Katie was supposed to watch that, right? And then we should, yeah. didn't end Katie up Katie was going to
2: do it, and then she didn't do it. it. I, you did, right?
8: Was so bad.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs>
8: Now, what I will say is I was very glad, and much like everything we've gone through now with COVID-19, where there are certain elements of life that we will take with us going forward that will make us all better because of this. There were a lot of cool camera shots that they played around with on there, some clever editing that I think should come back to the larger franchise. But, oh my God, was it bad, and were the people involved – awful oh they uh, i mean they just made you they made you like made me feel a lot better because they were the worst
3: uh i guess they had kind of a narrow net that they could cast to be like you have to be really attractive and single and musically talented enough to like sing and so you're gonna get a
8: bunch of like what was the name of the guy at the end of hannah b's season who was the musician who was a piece of shit? Yeah, Jen. this is like a whole. It was a whole series of Jeds, male and no. female
2: Jeds. Thank you. No, thanks. no thanks. That's a pass. No thanks. For me. I'm out. Yeah, for that reason, yeah. I'm out.
3: I think you should, when you take your week off, watch some of the Bachelor recaps. But I definitely think you should watch the challenge. I think it's right up your alley.
8: Yeah, you know what? I, I think it's finally time I take the plunge. I've got enough recommendations from people that I trust where I, I should have. I should. I should be on this. So. Great. I appreciate the push here. I
3: feel like we've done something good today. Yeah, if we can yeah. get you watch the challenge, Strong. we've we've succeeded.
2: Thanks, Mike. Thanks for thank you so much for your time for yes. gracing us on this podcast for making me feel a little bit more adequate because <laughs> Diana Rossini didn't respond to my phone call at first. <laughs> uh, so appreciate that. Hey, she's
8: engaged she's engaged yeah. now she's glowed she's up she's like i'm at the beach all of
2: us. you know yeah exactly yeah, yeah. thank you guys uh, for
8: making me feel better about my bandana look oh, oh man well, don't
2: stop keep it going post covid away, yeah. just make it your thing <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thank guys. you mike see you mike bye you guys oh man Mike Gold jr
3: he's awesome um all right let's see are there any other things that we should talk about before we wrap this up Okay. So let's, Bubba Wallace is obviously a big news topic. Um, Just treetops for the people who don't know what happened. Uh, Recently he made a, he made a statement that um, NASCAR should stop allowing the Confederate flag at races and NASCAR decided to adopt that as policy. But on Sunday, um, NASCAR announced that there was a noose found in the locker of his, his um, his team. So it's like in right. the garage in a place that was only limited to essential personnel pretty much. So somebody like in NASCAR must have put it there. Um, NASCAR immediately announced it at denounced it as a heinous act. They're launching an investigation as to who is responsible. Um, but before the Talladega 500, there was a really moving scene where all of the drivers like walked Bubba's car to the front of the field just as a sign of solidarity. Um, it was It was really poignant. It was yeah it was yeah, something cool to see. If you haven't watched it, go look it up. Yeah, um, for sure. He at one point, he I thought he was going to win.
2: Oh man, me too. I was <laughs> which so which would have
3: been pretty great, um, but he finished fourteenth, uh, yeah, which was a career high for him. Still, um, and then in a post in a post race interview, kind of said, you know, I'm I'm not gonna be scared. I'm not gonna let these people take my smile, whoever it is. Yeah, and I think it was it was a really good effort um, by NASCAR as a sport. To show support for him um again obviously a lot of these conversations around race and sports are very nuanced and Jay and I are both white and don't necessarily need to amplify our voices as to our thoughts around it so we don't have to spend a ton of time talking about it but it felt like we should at least bring it up and if you haven't watched that video you should check it out yeah absolutely. also Jay Wolf. Yeah. Where are we at? I mean, obviously, I know because I'm a huge Liverpool fan, so I watch all of their matches. But for the people at home who are curious, if they've won the Premier League yet, have they?
2: No, they've not. Um, Mm. Liverpool have only played one match so far, uh, and it was against Everton this weekend on Sunday. And they drew nil-nil. Very Mm. exciting stuff. Um, And uh, Liverpool weren't at their best. Everton played really well. I think, um, you know, there was a lot of players who hadn't come back yet. Um, just because they're still in training, but obviously like mathematically it is next to impossible that Liverpool doesn't lock it up. The question is really just when, Mm -hmm. um, but to their credit, Manchester city have been doing a really good job at showing that they're like, not going to let them have it easy. Uh, they played, um, Arsenal, uh, in the first match back and won three nil. And then they beat Burnley yesterday, which was Monday five nil. Um, and it was just a route. And so, um, Manchester City basically are trying to keep their second place position and everything seems like it's going to come down to a match at Anfield against Liverpool and Man City Liverpool versus Man City at Anfield on July 2nd. If Liverpool beat Crystal Palace they're playing tomorrow Wednesday and Ch- and City beat Chelsea on Thursday then it would come down to the match Liverpool versus Man City which I think is really the way it should happen. Like mm-hmm. I would love to see if Liverpool have to win, which they do mathematically. So I will concede like (laughs) if they do it and they beat city, at least they'll feel like something. Um, whereas, you know,
3: if they win, even if Liverpool win tomorrow, Wednesday, we won't know if they've technically won until man city plays on Thursday, Thursday. which is kind of like anticlimactic way to find out.
2: Yeah. That would would be the worst case scenario. I'm, I'm really hoping that city beat Chelsea. Um, Anyway, uh and so um we could call Mike Ryan about it, but I feel like we've we've done that bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that bit's over. You're worried it's, he's you know, not gonna answer. Yeah, he's definitely not gonna answer. <laughs> um, so uh you know we talked about it briefly with Gojo, but uh is I think it might be time for uh a challenge update.
4: Totally oh, do.
3: Hi, I'm Ashley Waven here with your hi challenge update. Hi. Um, I didn't take notes or anything cause I just watched it, but I don't exactly remember
2: what happened. Mm, great. Uh, so I think... there's red skulls and you need one to yeah. get to the end.
3: So there was a, uh, there was, I don't know if we, gosh, I don't remember. Everything blurs together. I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but Katie texted me after last week's episode that there was a Canadian version that aired. That was the unedited version so it was like oh, before wow. they took all the d stuff out and it made so much more sense and i just read all the bullets and i was like this seems so much more interesting i wonder if they're going to keep doing this and the answer is they are uh they're like taking her out of everything which right. just which kind is, of messing I, up the flow of the show but, but i do think whatever. Right
2: call probably
3: um i see i don't know like from what i read it seemed like and i'm really i want to talk about this when katie's back um but we kind of agreed that, like, everything that was being done, D was being painted in a bad light. Like, right. she was an ass. Everyone was trying to get rid of her. It made a lot more sense why. Um, and so it's just kind of an interesting it, – it, it's making the show a little bit less uh, good, because mm-hmm. it's like the storylines that they've obviously had crafted right. over an entire season are now they're pulling the less interesting storylines. So it's just, you know, the quality is right. dropped. You know what they but, should
2: do is give everybody guitars and have them sing. That would help um,
3: Well, I don't know that that is necessarily the answer. Okay. But it uh, is an option. I'm, sh- I'm yeah. sure they'll, they'll think I'll, about well, it.
2: I'll text the producers and let them know my thoughts.
3: Okay. So this week's challenge was broken. Everyone was broken into teams of three and they had to, they had this like big dumpster and there was a, a limited amount of time, but they didn't know how long. And their goal was to take all of this like garbage essentially, but not necess- not like trash, like pieces of metal or like barrels or like junk and carry it a very far distance to this dumpster and try to put as much as they as possible in it so that whoever's dumpster was the heaviest at the end of the allotted time would then go on to phase two of the challenge, the top two teams. So they broke into teams of three um, co-ed teams and went for however long dragging stuff back and forth and back and forth and uh, shout out to the women. The two teams that ended up winning were the only teams that had two ladies and one dude all the other teams had two dudes and one lady and the two teams that won were both the teams that had two women and one man so yay for ladies um the second phase of (laughs) the second phase of the challenge was essentially a race where like they were they had like a barrel or something super heavy like strapped to their backs and they it was like whoever crossed the line last lost so whichever team got all three of their people across first won, um, and it came down to it came down to D and Anissa at the very end, and D ended up pulling it off. So Anissa's team lost, which meant that the winning team was Bailey and I'm trying to remember um, and Fessy and D. So they okay. won. They were in the uh, tribunal, and there are only a couple men left who still need red skulls. And Corey ended up being the guy who who wanted the team vote to go in, even though Kyle tried to get it. Like there was some exposure as to like who was on whose alliance, because Kyle thought he was going to get more votes than he actually did. But Corey ended up getting voted in because he has a daughter at home and I believe a pregnant girlfriend and he like really misses them. And he was like, I'm Mm. either going to, there was a really sad moment that hit me super hard where he tried to like FaceTime with her and like his daughter didn't want to talk to him. And Mm. you could tell it was just like that kind of stuff just as a knife to the heart. And he's like, I'm either going to get my red school and stay and have a reason to be here or I'm going to go home and be reunited with my family. So he got uh, the vote to go in and then there was this big back and forth on like who was going to go in against him. Um, Cause everyone pretty much wants to go in now, but Bailey is engaged, I think, um, or dating swaggy. And so she was right. like, he needs to go in, he needs to go in, he needs to go in. And he was like on the fence and like, ultimately he was like, okay, send me in. So he goes in against Corey. The purgatory challenge is like, there's a bunch of buttons on opposite ends of like, It looks like the side of a a big truck.
2: Okay
3: like a giant, like dumpster, like a long metal thing. And there's lights on the top and you have to press the button to turn the light on and you're attached to a harness and you have to swing back and forth, touch the buttons, light up all the lights on each side. And my God, Swaggy C was so bad at it. It was painful to watch. (laughs) It was like, I don't understand how you're not coordinated at all. So Corey ends up winning. Uh, Swaggy C goes home. I know that Katie probably would have had a lot more notes on people's interactions and uh, funny things that she noticed, but I am moving and I don't have a lot of brain space for remembering cool things. So that was my challenge update. <laughs> Doodly do. Doodly do. Sorry. It wasn't very good. Katie will do a better
2: one. It was great. I, Thanks. Lights. James. Bye swaggy.
3: Yeah. Bye swaggy. Um Sad. Okay, so now let's head across the pond to Jay Wolf for the French news of the
2: week. Mm, Bonsoir. 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 Uh, What is happening with this music? Uh, No, no music today. Oh boy. Do you want me to just Uh, stop it? Why not? Okay, thank you. Uh, Okay, so uh, hello, I'm Jay Wolf. This is uh, French News of the Week. Bonsoir. So uh, you know, in France, uh, there is uh, some restriction for coronavirus. Are uh, how you say relaxed now? And uh, one thing that they have done, uh, (laughs) keep doing it. Just keep going. (laughs) uh, Exciting for everyone is they reopen the cinema. Now you know Mm. the cinema in France is very big, big, big thing. Like uh, people like to watch the movie. Uh, we invent this, you know basically we you know it was invented in America, but the French believe we have perfected this art, so it 's a very important uh, uh, how you say cultural staple so uh, <laughs> they open uh, the cinema in France, and what they do is at the m k 2 m k 2 cinema in the south of paris, uh, they are going to uh, put the minion from uh, despicable me as uh, people in seat. In the theater, so that you don't sit close to other people, so that way you know you can be social distance and you can also enjoy the film. So they're so using this is the minions as
5: seat fillers.
2: They are using minion as seat filler in uh, MK2, and uh, I think it's a very good idea. You know, uh, the chairman of MK2 said that uh, they, he's, he's very he thinks the cinema is a good thing for. For France. He says they love cinema. It's much less risky than spending two hours in uh, traveling on public transport. So I don't think they are comparable because uh, watching a film for two hours is uh, entertainment and uh, transportation is um, not entertainment. (laughs) But you know, the spirit is there. And uh, I think the other thing that is great is that the minions are very cute. And uh, it's nice to see them, you know, like uh, they are helping. So that's nice. Uh, so that's the French news of the week. My name is J. Wolf. Au revoir. Uh, au revoir. <laughs> Thank you. That was uh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, well, sh- we did a podcast, shoot. and I think there's time for one more voicemail. But before we get to that, uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Awesome Times and Thermoses. Right, so, at and
3: awesome times and thermoses.
2: Ashley, I'm going to tell you about, I, how, I to about how to tell the people about average Tonka and trucks. Wow. Um, you know, Ashley, just because I miss Katie so very much, um, I remember... The song uh, Bring It All To Me by Black featuring NSYNC was something that I just know that when Katie listens to this, um, it might just help her feel a little bit better. Um, So uh, could you think... not even Katie is listening this long. (laughs) Um, I definitely think, well, I'm 95% sure there's at least eight people still listening. One of whom is definitely Katie Nolan. Oh, God. Bring it all to me.
3: Okay, okay, I can do this. Maybe I don't really know this song that well. We're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna do the best we can here. And I don't know when it starts, so we're gonna figure it out.
6: You
5: hey guys I know there is a lot going on right now in the world, and we're all shopping. Online, I just saw that ATT started doing two Really helpful things for those who want to buy A new phone or device online They're offering fast free (laughs) new contact (laughs) Delivery and curbside pickup, so that online I don't know if this is right Shopping is as simple and safe as possible Uh, I don't know the next part of the song. We're going to try. On top of that, they have a flexible return policy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they do. So
5: (laughs) you can shop at ease. You can visit (laughs) att.com to learn how to shop online. From the safety of your home 24-7 Subject to change, restrictions apply Just go to AT.com, what does that stand for? Mm, It stands for Apples, Tacos, and Tuesdays (laughs) That's all I don't think that's the right part of the (laughs) song (laughs) So hard.
6: Yeah. I don't know how she does it. That was so good. Oh, man.
3: I feel like uh, I would need to practice for like 10 years to actually do You that. crushed it. That, that was very balance. good. Sorry to ATT, Atlantic Transmissions and mm.
2: Teleportation Services. Ah, yes. The teleportation.
3: Oh, Jay, can you play another voicemail and put me out of my misery, please?
2: Yes. All right. Here it is. Hi,
4: Ashley Jay. This is Larry, calling from Boise, Idaho, and I just wanted to let you know I found a uh, broken down uh, ox cart deal here, and I'm pretty sure you guys left it after uh, getting kicked off the Oregon Trail. Um, <laughs> that might have been the problem, but I just want to let you know I found it if you're looking for it. Love you. Mean it. Have a good day. Love to catch the pod
2: wow
3: thank you so much i've been looking for that for weeks
2: thanks larry yeah we've been um i've been stewing it i really feel like we we let i mean i can't believe how many people were okay with the fact that that ended that
3: way <laughs> i don't think anybody was okay with it i think it was just like so soul crushing you had to just move fast oh
2: god it was At least that's how I
3: felt. i just pretend it never happened yeah Though, however good. many hours it was we're never getting those back Okay. All right. That's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to State Farm. And I don't know why I just said it like a prepubescent boy. It's sports? I
2: don't. Uh, shout out to
3: State Farm and Ashley's Toes and Toenails. Gross. Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> and shout out to the and Daily with Mina Kimes, available wherever you get your podcasts. And a big thanks to David Jacoby, Mina Kimes, Mike Gola Jr., and kind of Diana Racine. And most importantly, the Eagles fans who are with her on the beach, Um, but especially you guys for listening, if anybody still is, um, I hope Katie still feels better. We appreciate you bearing with us. Um, You don't have to listen to this again, honestly. It's fine. One is enough and you can do what we did with Oregon Trail and just pretend that it never happened. I think that would be great. Or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them like this one from best cage insert sound here fan that says, Oh, I see. Best cage insert sound here fan. Yeah. We don't do the cage sound anymore. Jay just gave up on that. I guess. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> this is what it says as someone whose parents have recently acquired a puppy has been fairly stressful to add on to the constant nagging whining and peeing. He might have to get his right eye removed. Oh, If he doesn't, he will have to have eye drops put in his eye three times a day for the rest of his life and has been very stressful being the only one taking care of him during the day while my mom works from home and my dad goes into his office. I just wanted to say that your podcast has been a ray of sunshine in the darkness that is our house right now. Oh, man. Thank you so much for still doing the podcast in quarantine. P.S. The Important Stuff pod was the best take of the current situation, and I shared it with all my friends. They thought it was very helpful, too, and I think they're fans of the pod, too. Sorry, this is a long review, but I really needed to get this off my chest. If anyone from the pod is reading this, we are. Thank you so much. You will forever be in my heart, and I hope you and your families are safe and healthy. Peace sign. That's really mm, sweet. That's
5: really and nice lastly, review. don't forget, you can always
2: leave off a voice band.
5: I feel like you spit everywhere. Homestar eight... runner. <laughs> at 860-506-5571. <laughs> Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it.
0: Love you, Katie. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, SimpliSafe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With SimpliSafe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, SimpliSafe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only fifty cents a day with no contracts. Go to SimplySafe.com/nolan today to get free shipping on your order plus a sixty-day money-back guarantee. That's SimplySafe.com/nolan to save on home security today. SimplySafe.com/nolan.